more than a few words in marketing podcasts for small business owners. My name is Rain Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. And today we're going to take a departure from our conversations about marketing and talk about a topic that I think is particularly relevant for small business owners, interns, how to get them, how to keep them interested, how to help them make it a productive experience. And you're going to hear a lot from the intern's perspective, and I think we're going to start there. I'm actually going to let... Um, Jay Mattingly, our marketing director. Hello, everybody. Run this part of the call because you see, Jay actually started his career at Roundpeg as an intern. So we're going to let the inmates run the asylum. Jay, the show's all yours for the first half. I am now going to watch as Lorraine walks out of my studio and I get full control over the show. <laughs> I am here with our three current interns. We have Scott. Stephanie and Melissa. Say hi, guys. Hello. First thing I'm going to do is let each of them tell you a little bit about where they're going to school and what they're doing with their summer here at Round Peg. So we'll start with you, Melissa. My name is Melissa Hennig, and I am a graduate student at IEPUI studying public relations management. I'm also an intern this summer, and I've been working on social media and PR with her. And Steph? I'm Stephanie Boyden. I'm going to be a senior at I'm a marketing major in Kelly, and I'm a psychology minor, and I am Jay's intern. Um, I'm Scott Pfeiffer. I go to school. I'll be a sophomore at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois, and I'm studying interactive media, and I'm going to minor in graphic design, and I'm Jay's intern as well. Cool. Now, I think I have a unique perspective on what you guys do because I started out as an intern, and I really remember exactly what it was like to be in your guys' shoes. So. The first question that I want to ask is, what made you decide that you wanted an internship in the first place? And we can start with you, Scott. All right. Um, it's well. First of all, something to do during the summer that's school relevant without being school. Um, it's it's great for looking ahead to the future and saying, is this really what I want to do? Okay. And what about you, Seth? Um, I kind of more did it out of like. A necessity because I know it would be competitive to get a job. We think you really need to have an internship to build up your resume and get experience. And it's also the good experience, I think, for the job hunt as well because you have a feel for interviews and you're not going into it blind. So that's why I did it. Okay. Melissa? I'm kind of like Stephanie. I felt that it was a necessity. Plus, my undergraduate degree is in PR. I've never worked in PR. So, you know, um, I felt like, yeah, I had a book field, and especially the graduate students that I needed to have at least one internship and hopefully have a couple more before I'm done with years. So. Right. Now, I know that I did a lot of research on the front end when I was looking at internships, and I wanted to go somewhere where I knew that I could learn and have a, you know, have a great time at the same time. What kind of piqued your guys' interest to make you want to apply for an internship around? Like, what was it about us that drew you to us? I really thought that, especially when I first started um, looking into Roundpeg, I kind of had some conversations with Allison on Twitter, and then I came in here and I saw how back it was, you know, guys were all, you know, dressed really casually, which of course is nice, because they hate wearing suits, and the fact that, you know, you had a couple animals here, which, you know... Yeah, I, the stars of the show. Like yeah. I was kind of looking in between, like, here and then some internships that were more, like, for bigger companies and really structured. 
and I just thought with here I would get better like work experience and real experience versus like doing the like, intern kind of work that's not what you would really do. So um, I chose Mountside because my mom has worked here for a while and I know Lorraine and we're both kind of quirky people and I've, I've been here before and I know that it's very casual and it's fun and things get done and I just wanted to share with the experience. Cool. Now, the interns, you guys have become an integral part of our culture. Um, you make up about 40% of our workforce. So your personality leave an imprint on what we do. What is your favorite thing about the culture of Roundpeg? Now that you're a part of the family, now that you're a part of the team, what's your favorite thing about the way we work or thing we do that, that you enjoy doing the most? I would say just like how laid back it is. Like I'm never afraid to like ask a question, whether it's about what I'm doing or just like something I saw on the internet or something. Like you just feel really like part of the group and you don't feel like like you're my boss, like at the same time, I don't feel afraid or intimidated at all. That's what I like about it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, you'll be doing work with them sometimes, Allison or Jen or whoever will say, hey, you guys check out this YouTube video or see this picture, you know. Yeah. And so it's kind of a little break from the norm because, you know, most companies are very, very serious. And I like that, you know, you can be serious here, but then there's time. Um, everyone's laid back and laughing or cracking up with you know, a joke or something they call on the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's, it's always fun to be working with someone around you burst out laughing and everyone's like, why, why? <laughs> and then everyone just, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So, you guys all realize that at Roundpeg you can't just work on like one project all summer. There's stuff constantly flying at you. It's never really boring. Of the projects that each of you have worked on this summer, is there one project that stands out, one task that you really enjoy doing, or, or one project that you're really proud to put your name on and say, you know, I came in and this summer I had a big hand in making that happen? Yeah, I um, actually, it was when Allison was gone, Lorraine was, you know, Lorraine bringing stuff at me, and she had me working on this account for Giggleware, which is basically this iPhone game um, that the Blue Girls came up with, and we started a Facebook page from, and from the time we started, I think there was, you know, one or two followers, now there's 2,000, and it's only been about a month and a half, so yeah. that's, that's insane, and, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that I had a big part of working on that. Cool. Cool. What about you, Steph? I'm sure working for me, you had a ton of projects that you're really proud of, and it's going to be hard to pick one, but yeah. if you can, please try. I would say probably capital for me. Sarah, um, Demir, slicing something. <laughs> but just um, because like I was at the first client meeting, and so I got to see like the whole process for me. Like I feel like that's the one I probably take most ownership of, and I liked the most so far. Okay. Um, for me, I had two. One was the Meet the Team page on the new Roundpeg website that was at July 28th. Yep. It'll be out July 28th. Um, basically, uh, I was experimenting with some new uh, new features in our team and created a Meet the Team page. Also, on the new website, there's a list of older websites that we've designed that are just examples. And I'm, I take ownership because the entire page is my idea and I implemented it. <laughs> okay, you know what, and I, I think that's the thing uh, that I love best about bringing interns in is 
they see our business and see things in ways we don't we don't see them, and uh, we're better because of it. Yeah, I came back to check on you. Yeah, she had the habit of doing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to say that that's sort of maybe the advice for small business owners yeah. is that you give your interns um, the more freedom that you can give them and the more risk that you can take with letting them try things. Um, but you have to also remember that they are students, they are fools, so you got to be checking in with them. And don't let them delete your blog posts. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not um, from an intern saying, don't let your employer delete your blog posts. That's from an employer's experience of showing an intern where the delete key was. You know, we can look back on this today and laugh. At the time, it was not very funny. But I think that's, um, you know, that's part of it is um, that uh, interns are going to make mistakes. Uh, this is the first experience. And um, you've got, you got, you got to be prepared to roll with it. Do I have you around for a couple more minutes? Sure. Okay, I have a couple questions from an employer perspective that obviously I think people would be interested in. Number one, what do you think um, that that we do that really helps attract interns to us? What is our value proposition to an intern? I think there's a couple of things, and if you guys type in and tell me if you know if you see other things. I think the fact that um, this is an internship, it's not a part-time job. Typically, interns don't run copies, they don't make copy, they're, they're given real assignments, and I think that's a part of the proposition. I think the fact that I'm a teacher at heart, so uh, sometimes ad nauseum, I'm able to explain things in more detail than people want. Um, I think the fact that we have a young environment um, so that uh, interns coming in are working with supervisors who may be a year or two older than them. And in the case of uh, Jen, who was a mid-career intern, she was working for somebody who was 15 years younger than she was. Mm -hmm. so, so let me turn around and ask you guys, you signed up for the job, why? <laughs> Well, as Stephanie kind of hit on earlier, um, I did interview a couple places and they were very clear about the fact that if I took the internship and they were both peer internships that, you know, there's probably, I'd probably 50% probably of the time I'd be spent, you know, getting them coffee or making copies or answering the phones and, you know, that's okay for a little bit, but when that's 50% of the time and you're in an internship, especially when it's unpaid, I don't, you know, you, you don't feel like you're going to learn that much. And here, you know, I don't think I've answered this one once. So I'm definitely not ready to give you that coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you are no glorified secretary, that's yeah. for sure. Um, we actually had a question that was submitted on Twitter from Miss Denver Hutt, uh, known on Twitter as Denver Allison. If you're not following her, I recommend it highly. Uh, she has a question and it says, what do you wish you had known before starting your internship that would have made starting the internship easier? So you guys can pipe in with anything. What do you wish you would have known at the outset of the summer that would have helped? And I guess maybe one or two moments stand out where it's like, crap, I wish I would have learned the easy way instead of the hard way. Um, I think one thing that I learned is like if you have a problem, like ask question because I'm like the kind of person I do is like maybe it's because they were really school where you can't ask your teacher like every time you have some little issue but like I would just like sit on my computer and be like I don't know how to do this but I don't want to ask like I know he told me and so I just try to like figure things out which is and sometimes it's good but sometimes it's bad so I wish I would have known to just like speak out the side of the problem more often. Cool. Um, I have, I have a similar thing. Um, 
I guess no one's gonna no one's gonna get mad at you if you don't understand something and you need help. Um, if you don't understand something, it's always better to ask as opposed to not do it right. Um, for me, it's a little different. Coming into this, I mean, I'm 30 years old. I worked in the workforce for a long time, and Allison's five years younger than me, so it, it was a little difficult for me coming in, you know, having someone who's younger, you know, over me, but, you know, I've gotten used to it. Um, and I, you know, I struggled with that at the very beginning because usually, you know, I was the youngest person at the places I worked, and so that was a little, it, it was a little different, but, you know, now it's not such a big deal because PR is such a young field, so I might as well just get used to it now. <laughs> I think it's funny because one thing that, that all three of you guys hit on was um, being comfortable asking questions. And each of you has your own methodology when you have a question. I always know Stephanie has a question because my G-chat will light up because she always has the G-chat. And I always know Scott has a question because I'll hear from the other room, Jay. <laughs> So it's, it's kind of funny that, that uh, you guys talk about being comfortable asking questions because I felt like you guys got comfortable really quickly. Um, so, so that's something that we always encourage here, I know. Um, and it's, it's interesting because each of you are at a different, a very different point in your education. Um, Melissa's in graduate school, Steph, you're about to graduate with your bachelor's. In fact, you're just kind of getting started where you've got, you know, you've got a year under your belt and you're, you're heading into your sophomore year of college. So each of you has a different experience level with college courses. Now, is, what college course have you taken so far that you think helps the most over the first half of this summer? I would say the class I've taken, and I just did it last semester, was like a graphic design class, which isn't what I do here, but I don't know, I feel like it just like applied more to like web design because it's that like creative aspect of it. So I think in that sense when I from a graphic design set sometimes when I do things, which helps me a lot versus looking at from like a technical side, I would say. Okay. I think that um and it's kind of been both a blessing and a curse. My PR writing class which I took, um he focused strictly on, you know, press releases, media advisory, stuff like that. And here I've written some press releases, and I've been in school, I mean, I'm so used to being a technical writer, I've really struggled with finding a conversational voice for, you know, blog posts. And, you know, we don't, there's no classes in dress school that we touch on that. So, you know, it helped my writing skills in general, but for that conversational tone, no, it's not helping at all. Yeah. And I think, I think for you, you have unique challenges that stepping stop may not have. So, so being faced with that, it's it's totally different education that that you're looking at as far as utilizing it in the internship. Right. So, what about you, Steph? Um, I'm going to tweak the question a little. Obviously, we have a one-year school and I about haven't taken many classes. I want to say a class that I look forward to taking the most is going to be something in the marketing field because it'll be interesting to see. You know, I'm still looking things from I guess more of a beginning web design perspective, and I kind of want to take some marketing classes to see how it plays out and how, what the differences are. And the, the boss is back, so the hijacking is over for the time being. We're going to allow her to kind of follow by. What I just asked was what class, because they're all in different uh, points in their education, so what class that kind of helped them the most over the first half of the summer as far as applying that mm -hmm. to the internship. So. Well, then let me ask you guys the other question. Um, what do you think that was most valuable 
that you'll take away from here that you'll use somewhere else? I definitely think working on what I just said, my conversation on block time, because I was telling Jay that I, there's no classes that teach you that. I mean, it's something you have to learn on the job, and I know that I'm a good technical writer, but figuring out how to write conversation. When you have to be a chameleon, because you have to write, you know, you have to pick up the tone for each client that you're working for, and that, that's been very difficult for me, but something that I'm working on, and, you know, I think I'll come out of here with a better grasp of it. I think that's, you know, going back to the question that Jay asked earlier about what we offer, um, the difference between working here and working in a large firm, you know, if you would do an internship at Casico, you'd be writing about insurance for three months. Here, you, uh, you, on any given day, you're looking at a website for candles or workplace safety or, you know, landscape architecture, so being able to jump, and, and it, is, um, it is tough um, to, to make that switch. Stephanie, how about you? I'm saying the same thing. Like I think just learning about like the different needs of clients is the thing I've learned. Like kind of really learned in class, um, and it's also kind of made me realize that I do like working in an agency setting versus if you just did like in-house marketing for a company because it's just more like variety. And I like that a lot. I um. I think that that's one of the goals of an internship is to figure out what you like and, and also what you don't. Um, we've had interns that have enjoyed the summer here and then walk out going, I really don't want to do this for a living. Yeah. Scott. Um, I guess when taking away from this WordPress and plugin, and you know, I converted my own personal website to WordPress, and I'm finding it very efficient and better than what I had before, which is a poorly coded through paper website. So I guess I look forward to continuing blogging on him. And I have the, uh, a word of advice. I think blogging um, as an intern um, absolutely critical. We always kind of like have our interns write blog posts here. But as you get to a point where you're looking for jobs, um, being able to send a link to a blog that is well constructed, that has real samples of your work, is a huge huge advantage in the job search. I know it helped me get, get the job here. <laughs> you got the job here because of your charming personality. Yeah, I'm going to make sure to get that clip and, and put that somewhere on, on a personal profile. So, um, a question that I have for you. The first time that we spoke, Lorraine, you told me that you saw a serious difference between an internship and a part-time job. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Because I know that business owners look at internships and part-time jobs in, at various degrees. Um, well, first off, there is a federally, uh, there's, there's a federal standard, and I think most business owners don't realize that. And there's sort of six things that you have to um, comply with. Um, job has to be, a, an internship has to be a learning experience. You have to be reporting to a supervisor who can actually train you. Um, you cannot displace a paid employee. You, um, the internship has to be for the benefit of the intern. You have to be learning things. You have to be building your portfolio. You have to be learning new skills. Um, a lot of business owners I talk to, you know, they're plumbers or um, uh, eye doctors, and oh, I'm going to hire an intern to do my social media. And I'm like, well, first of all, I think that's a really bad idea. Alex has just joined us, and she's, please don't do that. Uh, <laughs> make uses on that. 
But the other side of it is um, that's really not an internship because the business owner who doesn't know anything about social media can't teach. So if you're hiring someone to do something or you're bringing in a college student to do something that you yourself cannot do, that's not an internship. That's a part-time job. Huh. Well, I like the way that you put that because I think that's a fresh perspective where if it's not something that's, that's teachable, not something that you can impart wisdom on, then it really isn't. And the one thing that you told me was you're not going to be making coffee and you're not going to be making coffees. You're going to be learning. So Sometimes the full-time employees at Roundpeg do more grunt work than the interns, if we're being real honest. We try to be very careful about what we have the interns do in terms of manual labor, putting Cokes in the fridge, cleaning up cat puke, that kind of thing. <laughs> I just got graphic folks. <laughs> But I think that's um, that's true. Is that um, every now and then, you know, we've got you know 500 envelopes that have to get stuffed, and the only way that I'm going to ask an intern to stuff any portion of that is if I'm stuffing, if Jay's stuffing, you know, we're all participating in that at the same time. Yeah, and, and now that Allison's in here, we have been blessed by greatness, folks. Um, I think you have a really cool perspective on you know, two years in, what you want an intern to leave with from you. So when, when an intern comes in to work for you, what is it that you want them to leave with? I want my intern to leave with a couple things. I want them to leave for a greater understanding and a greater passion for what they're doing. For me, it really all comes down to being interested in what you're doing. Um, I think that curiosity and passion about the world around you is critically important. I also personally want them to come out better writers. That's a topic that's near and dear to my heart, the savior of the English language. So I really want to boost some writing skills, have people come out with interesting and different ways of writing and looking at the world. Finally, I want them to know how to act like adults. Um, I have actually been lucky enough to have two non-traditional interns um, in the form of the lovely and talented Jennifer Riley Simone, who was very non-traditional, and then now Melissa Hennig, who's also non-traditional, she's a grad student. Um, but, you know, learning business etiquette, how to talk on the phone like a big person, how to write proper emails to people, is something that they don't teach you in school, but it's more important perhaps than anything else. Okay. Now, I'm going to flip this on its head because in addition to teaching the interns, you learn a lot <laughs> managing the interns. If you could give one lesson to somebody who's looking to have an intern underneath and to manage an intern, what's the biggest lesson you've learned? Be patient. Uh, it's something that I'm not good at. I'm sure that my intern is snickering quietly behind her hand. Um, I mean, I'll be real honest with you. My first ever intern experience was a disaster. Emily, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it didn't turn out well for either of us, but I did learn a lot. If, if Melissa thinks I'm harsh on her, she should have seen what I did to Emily. Um, it's just a matter of learning to be patient, um, trying to explain things in different ways until finally the light bulb goes off, and um, blocking time out of your schedule to deal with the unexpected. I think that is probably one of the illusions. People think that um, in terms of going to save you time as an employer, they don't. Not not in the beginning. I mean. Hopefully, and this is one reason why I don't like six-week internships. If we're going to bring somebody into Roundpeg, we really want them in for 10 to 12 weeks because we know uh, it's going to take a while. Um, I think uh, Jay and Allison, you know, who started as interns, really didn't have any perspective on that when they first started managing interns, um, how much time it took out of their day in terms of, you know, finding assignments, figuring out what to delegate, checking work. 
and training. You know, as I knew the second year going in that the first uh, the first month was going to be rough because I had two people that needed to learn how to actually do the processes ahead of time. So uh, for me, it was really about blocking out the time and making the, the extra effort to find things for them to do and also make sure that they had a, a good grasp on how to do them. So um, we've got just a few minutes left. If, uh, and, and all of you, because you've been um, interns, if you were going to give advice, we'll do it twofold. First, go around one time for employers. What would you tell an employer who came to you and said, I'm looking for an intern? Be picky. Um, we get a lot of internship applicants, and we look for a very specific skill set and a, and a very good uh, or a very specific personality type. And so make sure that you do your due diligence before you hire the intern because a great intern is awesome, but a bad intern is horrific. <laughs> Scott, what would you tell an employer? And that's a good point, Jay. It's totally, um, it's totally true. Scott, what would you tell a potential employer? Um, sorry, can you repeat your question? What would you tell? <laughs> this is what I deal with every day. <laughs> what would you tell a potential employer who is looking to hire an intern and say, hey, Scott, you were an intern this summer. You know, what should I do? I'm thinking of hiring an intern. Um, similar lines of Jay, I'd say, you know, take a look at your company and see what kind of people they are and try and find someone who's going to fit in and understand that. Okay. Stephanie? I would say, like, ask out of the box questions, because that's something that you guys did, that, like, a lot of companies that interview with just have, like, a list of questions they ask everyone, and that doesn't really work in the interview, like, mm -hmm. it needs to be more conversational than that. So I would say, yeah, things of like out of the box kind of questions to ask. And look, look for a little personality. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely agree with what both of them said. Like Stephanie, I've been a read at companies and, you know, they just have a list of questions in front of them and they're just reading off them. And you need to find someone who's going to fit in at your company, you know, and mesh with the personality, mesh with, you know, the kind of people that are working there. If someone says, I could do that, when we offer them a, a potential something they could be doing in their job, a job description, and they say, yeah, I can do that. Don't hire them. <laughs> it means they don't really care, they aren't really passionate, they aren't really curious, and as a result, they'll do a bad job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the famous, um, I wouldn't mind, I, you know, yeah, I can, I can do that, versus, wow, I would really love to do that. I've been looking for an opportunity. You want to hire somebody, I think, who's, who's passionate. Um, the other thing is, if you're going to bring interns in, Know what you want them to do. Have have some. The job is going to flex based on their skill set and their experience. Um, you're going to find things they're good at or not good at. But day one, have a few ideas. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing is that finding someone who fits in does not mean that everyone is a clone. <laughs> I mean, because clearly that's not the way it is at Roundhead. But it is finding people that they can keep up, share your values. Okay, real quickly, because we've got just about two and a half minutes, go around the other way. What would last piece of advice for an intern who's looking for an internship? An internship is only going to be what you make it. I can give you all the tools, but I can't make you care. Care. <laughs> um, for an intern, I think that they also need to be picky. You know, you need to, there's a lot of interns that will just apply to every internship they can find. 
you need to find you know, exactly what you want to do with the job description, talk to people at the company. And also, as Allison pointed out to me, if you have a PR internship or want one, have a portfolio and bring it because a lot of people don't do that and it will make you stand out. Absolutely. I kind of look at it as the opposite. Like she said, you think I wasn't picky because there's always like internships that sound awesome but don't end up being that way. I have friends that happen to. And other companies that sound boring, like I interviewed at like a shipping company that sounded so boring, but it was actually sounded like a great internship. Obviously, I worked here and this one didn't sound boring. <laughs> but you just never know like what company could be the best fit. Cool. Um, for me, it's more like find a company that appears to do what you want to do later on and uh, see if that's actually what you really want to do. We have uh, 19 seconds, so you're going to have to tune back in next time for Jay's uh, words of wisdom. Um, this has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Uh, if you've enjoyed the program, be sure to uh, check out our blog at www.roundpeg.biz. Thanks for listening.